0: the Future of Photography.
1: Hey everybody and welcome to the show. Uh, It is a glorious public bank holiday at the end of May here in the UK. I have been to the Village Fate and I have been drinking pims, so I am definitely up for recording some podcasts. Chris, how are you doing?
0: (laughs) Doing good. Why on earth are they called bank holidays? I never really understood why they're bank holidays. Do you know what? I don't. Get that. It, either. I mean, the banks are closed on these, but but yeah, why yeah. Are bank holidays. We don't call them bank. We have we have a few um few holidays here in Germany that are on Thursdays, and then people take Friday off. And that's that's what we call a bridge day. So it's oh, the they friday, have that in the
1: US, don't it's they? It's the well. Friday
0: bridging that. So you have the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a four-day kind of weekend. But I understand that in the UK, it's it's the Monday that's then off. So you have like a three-day weekend out of it.
1: Yeah, often it's the Monday. Yes, um, I mean there are some that are not. There's Good Friday around Easter, although we have Easter Monday as well. So Easter's a big long weekend, but <laughs> but most of them are Mondays, and uh, we have two of them in May. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a good month. For not going to work much in, in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> and instead recording episodes.
0: Yay. And instead recording
1: episodes, yes, yes. I, I just want to start off with a bit of uh, a catch-up news item, actually. Because um, uh, we have in the past, of course, talked about uh, AI stuff. Almost, um, almost actually,
0: exclusively about AI well, stuff. Well, almost,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that's, a, that's a really good point. <laughs> but uh, And actually, um, last uh, – not last week, but uh, the week before last, when we were looking at the future of uh, stock photography and talking about Pond 5 – um uh, shortly after we recorded that i saw another little news item um so so this is that that skylum uh the company behind the luminar um photo uh, editing uh, and creative tool set, um have bought a uh, a product called photolema so uh,
0: uh, skylum used to be macfun M- it did Mac, yes right so they they just rebranded they just renamed themselves and they bought photolema
1: they bought photo as in, as in
0: Lima, the the animal. Yes. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yes. I've never seen a Lima take a photo. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of copyright lawsuits in the US to go with animals <laughs> taking photographs. Have,
0: have, especially haven't, if they're selfies. I heard <laughs> limer, photo photolemur in the context of an iOS app. It sounds it sounds awfully familiar. It
1: it is it, it is it is, uh, it, it is familiar. But uh, the uh, the important thing here for us though is that they are um, Skylem with uh, pho- will continue to offer Photo as a standalone product. But actually. Um, They're going to open uh, or particularly fund uh, some product development and research into machine learning uh, and uh, AI stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, this includes some things that we've actually talked about in the past. Um, uh, Some image upscaling, which we did a whole show on way back. True. yeah, um, automatic image tagging. Well, a lot of people do that at the moment, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, uh, that's still a, a as, in, as in, as in content get. recognition. Uh, yes, yes, as in content recognition, uh, and uh, then uh, rather clever um, selective enhancements based upon parts of images and stuff like that. So, um, I just thought, you know, it's just 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 thought I'd pop that in there. Is actually, you know, not only is the technology moving on, but the business of this stuff is moving around as well. So, just thought it was worthy of a little update note.
0: Interesting. The uh, another one along those lines just just reminds me. Um, Let me throw that one in. Have you heard of AIY, Google AIY? I don't think I have, actually. I just came across this the other day, and I haven't really prepared talking about this, but I thought this was a good fit. AIY, they use that um, to be similar to DIY. So it's an (laughs) AI, but in a DIY kind of thing, and they have kits, and those kits are like cardboard boxes with holes in them and little... Uh, little Raspberry Pi boards and accessories oh, okay. that you plug in, and then there's a vision kit. It's a do- it's a do-it-yourself intelligent camera uh, to experiment with image recognition using neural networks. So they are building this whole exploration, exploratory kind of uh, thing for kids and just interested people to work with. And it's as it's on standard. Raspberry Pi boards, you can interface with them in like maker kind of ways in uh, if you're into electronics then that's uh, something to get started with and some of those things have like a uh a I think the image recognition even runs on the thing, but then some other part i think there's a voice kit with voice recognition uh some of that I think runs on Google servers so it's kind of this tying in into the ecosystem thing um but in a kind of a DIY fashion. Interesting concept. So the whole thing, uh, yeah... It is in interesting directions. <laughs> I think well,
1: it, yeah it, it is it is and it's good to see um that it's not just the giant organizations that are getting into this because it's you know I guess it's fairly straightforward for Google to set aside some funding or for Adobe to, to of course to, which Adobe are doing similar but you know uh to, to see some slightly smaller organizations uh you know, getting into this space might be interesting might mm-hmm. be interesting anyway there we go not the topic of today's show um with the topic of today's show is LUTS. Right, which will mean either loads to people or not loads to people. Do you use LUTs?
0: <laughs> I do actually. in In a video context, I do. Yes.
1: Well, that's why that's why I wanted to bring it up. So, so for for those that don't know, a LUT LUT is an acronym. It is simply short for or an abbreviation. I forget which. There is a difference, and I can never remember which is which. Uh, but an LUT acron-
0: is, Acronym doesn't an acronym have to be pronounceable, and an abbreviation does not isn't that something might be lines?
1: might might be okay when we're, we'll really <laughs> nice we're really thin <laughs> ice here uh, yeah uh, yes possibly <laughs> possibly but it sounds like you know more about it than i do <laughs> which i suppose i should be embarrassed about but okay when,
0: what, what but whatever anyway, that is what does it mean <laughs> moving on
1: moving on moving on it's uh, lut stands for look up table it is that simple um at least the acronym is that simple the the luts themselves can be slightly more complex the best way to think about this if you're a pure photographer is that a lot is like a preset for video so if you have Lightroom or any other kind of editing tool where you have some presets available or even just filters in Instagram or any other kind of an app uh, a LUT does the same thing for video it takes one color and maps it using a lookup table to another color and that will help change the look and feel of your video um, now this is not a show about video although we do talk about video a lot this is a show about photography now the reason, which is the reason I want to bring it up, because actually, um, I, have you noticed, actually, that more and more photographic editing tools are starting to support LUTs? Have you noticed that at all? I have seen that creep into some photo tools.
0: Yes, I have. I've never really used it in, in a still photo context, but yes, I have seen that.
1: Well, it's uh, I believe uh, Photoshop uh, so you, supports LUTs now and probably has done for some while. I'm, I'm not actually a Photoshop user, so I, I can't talk authoritatively about that, but uh, certainly uh, Affinity Photo does as well. And and so are some of the uh, actually, we were just talking about Skylum. I think Luminar, their product, uh, supports LUTs as well. And this is interesting, especially for those of us that do uh, hybrid. Uh type work where you're doing part video and part photography because you could you could you know get a similar look and feel uh, across your different media um but there's a new tool which I want to talk about which i've been trying out, which I am finding actually lots of fun and uh really interesting too <laughs> mm-hmm. so this tool is called image to Lut. Number two, image two LUT, and it's by Picture Instruments, a company I hadn't really heard of, I have to admit, um, until very, very recently. Um, but they seem to be, and I have, I have no ins here, no insider knowledge. They seem to be a reasonably well established company um who sell uh small uh, often single or just a few tasks uh for image editing uh so they've got some stuff on uh you know color correction like things like f- uh, filters and fi- and um uh, coloring tools they've got some mask type tools but these tend to be small and uh, relatively inexpensive uh tools for specific jobs yeah. Now, the one I've been playing with uh, is called Image to LUT. And let let me let me paint you a picture, right? And uh, and let let me so you can uh, see how it might be used. Mm -hmm. If you imagine an application and it has two windows, um, one is the window you put a a photo in there uh, of a a look you're interested in, a look that you would like to uh,
0: look as in as in contrast, colors,
1: that kind of thing. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh tell you, th- let me make this even more specific and real to help it be easier to understand. Um, I grabbed a still from the new Blade Runner movie. Have you seen Blade Runner 2049? I have, yes. Uh, did you, yes, complete sidetrack, but did you enjoy it? Um... Uh, not as much as the original. No, oh, oh, I thought it was awesome. Never it was, mind.
0: It was good, but, but I did watch it on an airplane
1: and that's always a, a very different experience uh, yes, anyway. I watched it in the theatre. Um, uh, that's a very different on experience. My own, pretty much on my <laughs> own, uh, because it had been out a few weeks by the time I got to go oh, see it.
0: Visually stunning. Absolutely visually so well made. Um but there were like crying babies one row behind me and Oh, okay. There was no, this that's gonna be a weird surreal experience that didn't really let me enjoy it to the fullest
1: extent fair enough fair enough but it does have some amazing visuals in it and and there's uh the, there's uh, no spoilers by the way but there there is one um part of the movie where the the main protagonist goes out to find somebody else and he goes to this abandoned city which is all very orange right and i thought i wonder if i could copy the look from that so in the top window of my image to look application i pasted in uh, a screen grab from a trailer you know um uh, of the of the movie um, and I remember orange.
0: that orange place, which was visually just mind blowing. It was really, really uh, special, really interesting.
1: It so. was. It was visually it was a very interesting part of the film, actually. Um, and then uh, in the, but there's a second window underneath in the in the app an image to look app uh, where you can put one of your own images. Uh, and uh, then on the right hand side, as with pretty much every photo application ever, there are a bunch of sliders, not many, but but they're quite powerful sliders to allow you to tweak it and refine it. And so what you can do is you can uh, you can take a, an image that you've seen that you like. Uh, or you know, it could be a screenshot from a movie. It could be an image you find on the internet of any kind. It could be, uh, I don't know, somebody, a, a photographer who, whose image style you, you particularly appreciate. Um, and and the uh, the application image to LUT will extract information from that uh, donor image and, and apply the look to your photo that you've put mm-hmm. into the secondary window. And then you can tweak it with the uh with the sliders uh and and you know uh, i won't go into the detail here but you can do things like protect skin tones you know so that the skin tones don't come out weird colors um uh, and then you can save your image um but you can also save a, a three-dimensional lookup table a LUT, out of this so you can take uh, a, a screenshot of anything you like and save it as a LUT that you can then apply in your Luminar or your Photoshop or your Affinity Photo, or if you happen to be doing video editing, you can apply it in Premiere or Final Cut or uh, DaVinci Resolve, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, uh, and get uh, uh, and start, you know, capturing your look that way.
0: So, how were the results when you when you tried it? Did you ah. get the get to get to really recreate that look on one of your photos? <laughs>
1: Well, I think there is uh so so the answer is actually it's pretty good, right? That's the short answer. Mm-hmm. Um I think uh there is um it, and it's been interesting because uh you know, I've been deliberately seeking some very strongly coloured sample images so I I took one which has a which seemed to me to have a very strong teal and orange color grade on it you know where the shadows are pushed towards the blue in the teal and and the the highlights and the skin tones are pushed towards warmer colors to make them pop Um, and uh, funnily enough when I applied it to my photos it came out very very teal coloured without yes. the highlights of the orange and it but, oh, but okay. the sliders allowed me the sliders allowed me to to correct for that so so it, it, it's interesting because it, it i found it's really it's really good fun for one thing <laughs> and a lot of the time editing tools are not fun are they <laughs> um, often um, not no but the uh but it's all it, it also it, it it uh definitely uh, playing with the sliders uh was a requirement but playing with the sliders also allowed me to achieve what I wanted to achieve um and uh you know uh, I was quite I was quite impressed uh, quite pleased with the results uh, so much so that when my free trial went ran out I actually bought the product how much is it uh it says i th- think uh i think it was about 40 pounds All um uh yeah about 40 pounds i think um this is not a uh a sponsored uh in any way (laughs) uh episode of the show um so what i will say is um if you register for the freebie when your freebie runs out they give you a discount code to get you to convert so don't just go and buy it use the discount code they will eventually send you (laughs) all right (laughs) but the uh but no um uh really interesting uh, links to the products in the show notes, um, and I thought, do you know what there's, there's a whole thing here about um uh convergence of the way that people work with photo and with video uh and and you do both, and I do a bit of both um and uh I just thought actually you know it's it's it, having a standard. For these kinds of things could be really interesting because you can move these these things called LUTs. You can move them between tools, um, you know. And, and presets have been I, I've often found presets to be a bit of a lockdown. The, you know, yes, they like, are. Okay, so um,
0: oh own. Oh, I see. So you say if if we if we convert to a LUT based workflow, then moving from one tool to the other would be easier.
1: Well, yeah, because once you've yeah uh, you know, so, I get it, yeah so you know uh and and i don't know i've always i I, i've always found presets in in some ways you know i've tried with commercial presets over the years for for lightroom or for whatever and yeah they're they're a good starting point but very rarely do i actually find that they do the job i want them to do Mm. um uh, but then of course, you know, you get invested into these things, don't you? And, and it's difficult to switch, but you know, a LUT is essentially, uh, a, an open source model for presets. So I thought to myself, well, actually, that's great, isn't it? Cause that could really enable lots of third party tools or, or little small niche applications all to work, you know, in, I don't know, with, with you, you could transfer your creative assets in these lookup tables between the tools. Well, that was an interesting thing. But
0: oh, that's a great thought.
1: It's, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, of course there is a, a market. You can go out and buy LUTs like you can with any other kind of preset. And, uh, and, and some people will give some away for, for free as well. So that's, that, that's a bit of fun too. But, and you can create your own. Yeah, and you can create your own, especially using this tool because this tool allows you to export the LUTs the image to LUT app, sorry, the the tool I'm talking about, the image to LUT app allows you to export LUTs, um, and then you can use them in whatever application you like. Um, and
0: while while I haven't
1: looked into
0: creating LUTs yet, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure there are more tools than just that. I think there are probably. I I would be surprised if Photoshop and Affinity wouldn't be able to also make LUTs instead of just Oh them. yeah yes
1: sorry I don't mean to suggest that this is the only tool in the world <laughs> can do, that that can do it um it's just what I've been playing with but the one the thing that that um it sounds awfully liked,
0: easy to make
1: them. It is it is it is very easy it's it's very quick um and one of the things that that I liked about it was um you know, you can just use any kind of sample image at all. And you don't have to have, you know, a whole screen grab. So, you know, you, you don't have to grab a whole frame from a movie. You, and it doesn't have to be high resolution either. Mm-hmm. The The algorithms in the software will will, will, will judge the colouring based upon, you know, a pretty small crop or, or low resolution image and, uh, and you'll still get good results.
0: Of course, the next question is, is that already some form of a copyright infringement? using the look from something like a hollywood movie and stealing
1: in their quotes a look from them hmm i don't know probably (laughs) somewhere (laughs) um i don't know uh it it yes well (laughs) so how is gdpr going for you (laughs) oh just
0: great (laughs)
1: I'm very fortunate I don't have any GDPR woes but for for those of us listen, for those of our listeners outside of Europe we're recording this at the time when the new data protection laws in Europe go live. So if you've been bombarded in the last week and a half by uh, mailing lists and companies wanting you to uh, Everyone can, on this planet has, uh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh so uh yes. But that's that's all
0: um, privacy. That's not that's not copyright. That's not uh So
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fair, fair, fair point. But still,
0: but still, but still. But still, um, it's the legal side. It's the legal side. Sort of on the legal side, at least, exactly.
1: (laughs) So yeah. So we. I I think for now it's okay to take
0: these looks. I think for now it's okay to just take looks from something else. I don't think there are any, any. It's any precedents of not being allowed to do that.
1: No. No but it's inter- but it but it's interesting to uh, that it's a good question. I hadn't thought about that as a you know because when we come back to what does this mean for the future of photography what I'd thought about this was well actually you know it's it, it's it's a fun new tool and we like to talk about fun new tools don't we on this show but it's, it's also actually you know could there be a um yeah you know, a way to uh, refine the you know, your looks basically you know, to to take inspiration in 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 a more tangible way and, and and build a look of your own from from something that you're inspired by, but also then to have to be able to apply that the to be able to apply that, um, in with in a a range of tools that you might choose to use for more detailed editing. That, from a workflow point of view, was interesting. I hadn't thought about the legal side. How would you do that?
0: (laughs) Well, I think it's probably probably close uh, or or similar to what we've seen in the music industry where, like, guitar players would have certain amps and then they, after a while, third parties would be uh, making software simulations of the same amps that sounded Pretty much indistinguish- indistinguishable from these companies' amps, and I think there was never really a legal handle on 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 that that, that
1: those hardware mm. makers would have. So it would be so difficult, though. as I Well, I mean, there, there's there's no tracking. It, there's there's no tracking data in the LUT that, uh, that no. says where it's come from or anything <laughs> like that, as far as I understand. So, um, you know, it's uh, uh, yeah. I, I I think I, I think you're probably okay for now <laughs> okay. Go ahead and LUT, LUT as much as you like um,
0: Yes Alright, I think that's it Episode 30 is in the can I'm a Luttite, what a title um, and uh, we'll be back in a week with uh, with an update on the Z-axis or the Z-axis
1: depending on where you live Until then, take care <laughs> all right, Cheers, bye-bye